You are listening to Color Healing Radio, the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Stay tuned to Sunday Colors, a special radio series for Color Therapy Month. Change your colors and you change your world. Welcome to an encore presentation from the Luminaries Color Conference. Today's presenter is Helen Erlen, and the topic is How Color Can Improve Reading, Performance, Attention, and Concentration. Helen Erlen is the author of Reading by the Colors. She is the founder of Erlen Institute International and the creator of the Erlen Method, which uses colored overlays and Erlen spectral filters to help children and adults who have struggled with reading and learning. Visit her website at erlen.com, spelled I-R-L-E-N. Okay, today I'm going to talk to you, as Elaine mentioned, about a method that I created over 30 years ago using colored plastic sheets or overlays to correct visual reading problems and visual dyslexia and my unique concept of color glasses called Erlen Spectral Filters. I will explain why they work, who they can help, and how you can tell if you or a loved one needs them and what you can do to change your environment at home to help yourself. We all know about the power of color, and I want to talk about how wearing color as glasses or contact lenses or as using them as a plastic sheet, um, a color that is especially chosen for your brain can change your life. Thirty years ago, I started doing research on correcting reading problems using colored overlays and lenses. Now we have millions of adults and children who are documenting the powerful way in which wearing color has changed their lives. This is an important concept that you need to know that I want to start out with. And first of all, did you know that it's not your eye that eyes that process visual information? There is a whole visual system beyond the eye. The eye is just the receiver which transmits the visual information to the brain. Now, visual information trumps all other senses. Over 70% of the information we receive is visual, enters the eye, and has to be correctly interpreted by the brain. We are actually seeing what our brain wants us to see. Let me say that again. We're actually seeing what our brain wants us to see. However, there can be a mismatch between what the brain tells us we are seeing and what we actually should be seeing. Sometimes perception just doesn't match the physical reality of the world. 
Well, how does that happen? Is that common or what? Let me kind of talk to you about optical illusions. Think about optical illusions. Think how a picture, when you look at it, can look like it's moving, changing, even pulsating. Colors can appear and disappear. Somehow the interpretation of what we're seeing is wrong. If the picture isn't changing, that optical illusion isn't really moving or pulsating or swirling, flickering or flashing. It was created in such a fashion as to trick the brain into seeing things that aren't there or seeing things differently. Well, when we put black print on a white page, we didn't expect that it would become an optical illusion for some people. We never expected that objects in our environment, such as curbs and escalators, would become or could become optical illusions. However, for some people, the world around them or even the printed page becomes like an optical illusion. And when this happens, you can experience difficulties in school. You can have problems reading, copying, doing math calculations. You can have problems getting good grades. You may be bright, but not able to perform as well as you expect on tests. And as a result, you may feel dumb, stupid, lazy, or even bad because you cannot live up to the expectations of parents and teachers. The distortions for some people can become so bad that they now end up with labels. And sorrowfully, these are mislabels. So about mm, 40% of those who are presently struggling in school or labeled as having learning disabilities, dyslexia, attention deficit disorder with or without hyperactivity, this may be a mislabel. They may not need the drugs. They may not be progressing with the type of tutoring and remediation that are being um, that they're doing all the time, because this is a mislabel and that's not what's happening. Really, the distortions that they're seeing—let's change the term from optical illusions now to distortions—can um, be creating problems that now get mislabeled because nobody knows or understands that they're really not seeing things the way they're supposed to be. The optical illusions or distortions can even cause physical symptoms so that many of the people we work with are experiencing headaches, eye pain or strain, even nauseous dizziness, stomach aches, sleepiness, fatigue, fidgetiness, and anxiety or anxiety. And again, we kind of aren't aware. People don't report these problems Children think it's normal, so they live with them and don't tell you about it. I can't tell you how often when I say to a child, what happens when you read too long? And they say, "Do you? does your eyes or head ever hurt? And they say, well, yeah, I always get a headache. And the mom says, well, how come you never told me? And the child says, but you never asked me. And the real issue is you don't know that it's not normal, so you don't know that it's important to report these things. So nobody knows, and you go ahead and you try to lead your life dealing with these kinds of pain and strain. Well, what does all this have to do with color? Here's an important concept to remember. 
all visual information as it goes from the eye to the brain is translated into wavelengths of light, which are just colors traveling at different speeds. So take white light. If you've ever had physics, you know if you put it through a prism, what it does is it breaks out into all the colors of the rainbow. The brain is basically being bombarded every single nanosecond with information being received as wavelengths of light or colors. So it's processing colors constantly. And this is what it has to process, integrate, back into pictures, objects, words, and the numbers that we see. And when your perception is wrong or distorted, it's because your brain is having difficulty processing certain of those colors or wavelengths of light. And then what can happen? Well, as I mentioned, you can have problems with reading, writing, copying, doing math calculations, because you may not be seeing things as they should be. You may be trying to read words or numbers without realizing what's happening, that the words may be getting blurry, going in and out of focus, pulsating on the page, swirling, disappearing, and reappearing. But you don't realize this is happening because you're focusing so hard on trying to read the words or trying to gain comprehension. You don't just sit back and analyze it. So most people aren't aware that these things are happening. But what you may or do know is that you are losing your place, you're misreading words, you have problems tracking from line to line. You're working so hard at seeing the words that you have to read and reread for comprehension. If you're trying to do math, what you may realize is that it's hard to keep the numbers in columns. You may be making what's careless errors. You may be missing things when you are they put pluses and minuses together, although you know the math concepts. And the Erlen method using colored plastic sheets called overlays and colored glasses can eliminate these problems. Do you get sleepy when you read? and think that reading is supposed to put you to sleep? Do you get headaches if you push your reading, but think everyone gets headaches if they just read long enough? Not true. It shouldn't happen. And the Erlen method, again, can eliminate these problems. Um, with the use of color, some children, if they have this type of visual processing problem, may no longer struggle learning to read, and what happens with learning to read is B's and D's may look alike, I's and U's may I's and L's may look alike, O's and U's, so they have a hard time even learning the basics in terms of reading, or even being able to use their phonic skills to read words, decode words. Um, but then we go to the next step where it can affect the fact that you may have good reading skills but you're paying a price and needlessly, needlessly, um, that even with your good reading skills, you shouldn't be getting tired or sleepy or having a headache with reading. You shouldn't have to take so many breaks with reading or having to reread so it takes you such a much longer time to do the reading. So you have good skills which you can't use efficiently or effectively um, to use reading now for comprehension. And if this is happening, I want you also to think about the Erlen method and the use of color.
Okay, here's another interesting concept. Do you wear sunglasses outside? Think about what happens if you stay outside in the bright suit sun too long without wearing your sunglasses. I know most of you go, oh, I don't like it, and you immediately put your sunglasses on. But you need to identify exactly what happens if you don't. Does it bother your eyes or your head? Do you get tired, sleepy, anxious? Did you know that you're experiencing these same physical symptoms with bright lights, fluorescent lights, glare, and sometimes even headlights and other lights at night? Sunlight's a trigger, but with these so you're really aware of it, but with these other lighting situations, it's not a, it's a much slower build, so you're less aware of the stress and discomfort as it gradually builds. The brightness of the white page, whiteboards, computer screens, which are now lit, backlit by fluorescent lights, can cause the exact same physical symptoms again as sunlight. So that we have a whole array of situations in the environment, reading and doing visually intensive tasks, which trigger these exact same physical symptoms. And again, let me point out that wearing color can eliminate these problems and many more. Um, so the Erwin method is the key to eliminating the difficulties, but the key is that we use a diagnostic tool to determine which color or wavelengths of light your brain is having difficulty processing because we need to be able to filter out just those colors or wavelengths of light that are creating a problem for your brain and remove them and just filter out not just the right color, but if we have to filter it, how much in the right density. And what we do then is create a color for your brain, which you can wear as glasses or contact lenses, that remove the physical symptoms across the board and all the distortions across the board, no matter where you are, what the lighting is, and what you're doing. If you're bothered by light and find you feel calmer and more comfortable in dim lighting, lighting actually may be acting as a chronic stressor. We all know that chronic stress is bad for the immune system, right? You've all read the women's magazines and the articles that talk about chronic stress. But typically, we think about chronic stress as our children, our work, divorce, death, taking care of aging parents, having to deal with teenagers. What we don't realize and think about is that lighting itself, for some individuals, can act as a chronic stressor and it can be affecting your immune system. You may come home from work absolutely exhausted and think it's your job, but it may not be. It may be just the fact that you're working under fluorescent lighting. How wonderful to wear Erlen colored filters to protect your brain and your immune system so that you're no longer tired and exhausted when you come home from work. And you can enjoy your family and spend time with them and have a good time. Now, I've just touched on how wearing color can help so many people with so many different problems. I haven't talked about, and I don't have time to talk about, how those with autism are living in a distorted world. How many of you have problems with depth perception, so that getting on and off escalators turning left in front of oncoming traffic, 
um, where you're just not sure where the car is when it's coming at you, so you wait and wait, and everyone in the car is saying, turn, would you turn already? Or you make lots of right-hand turns to avoid doing left-hand turns in front of traffic. How, when you're driving, you're not sure when you change lanes where the car is next to you. How difficult nighttime driving is, and how you may be having anxiety attacks and panic attacks just because the lighting and the distortions in your environment. I want to dispel some myths. One of them is the fact that dim lighting will not hurt your eyes. I was listening to a 2020 broadcast, and someone asked an ophthalmologist, does dim lighting hurt your eyes? And he says, answered in response, does whispering hurt your ears? So how many of you gone in and seen your child reading in dim lighting and turned on the lights and told them you have to read in good lighting or it would hurt their eyes? But let them read in dim lighting because it's more comfortable and they see less distortions. But also use this as an indicator that this may be someone who needs to be tested for Erlen syndrome because they may be helped with color. Actually, indirect Natural lighting is the best to read and work under. As you can imagine, fluorescent lighting is the worst. And why do you use fluorescent lighting? Because for the majority of the population is not bothered by fluorescent lighting. It's only those that we work with, and that's not the majority. So not not everyone finds fluorescent lighting to be stressful. I know a lot of you like to wear hats outside. Well, think about your children and yourself wearing visors and brimmed hats, not just outside, but also inside, because it can be as helpful in cutting the glare and reducing the lighting. So it's okay if you're inside and you've gone shopping and you find that you still have your sunglasses on and you still want your visor on. It's more comfortable for you and it's relaxing your immune system Wear your visor and brim hat and your sunglasses. Just be aware that the underside of the brim, when you're doing a visor or brim hat, it needs to be a dark color, like a dark black or brown or green. You want it to absorb the light and not use bright colors or white because that's going to reflect and intensify the light as it goes into your eye. Try changing the background color of your computer. You can go directly to my website, erlen.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's going to be a bar of colors. And you can click on the different colors and just change the background color and see if any of the colors make it more comfortable and easier to see and read the print. If you like a different color, think about using colored paper for writing as well. Ask yourself and ask your children questions. If you don't ask, you're not going to find out. Ask your child if at some point when they read, does the page start to look different? They don't know to tell you. They don't know what it's supposed to be like. Ask them at some point when you read, do you feel strained? Do you get headaches? Do you feel tired? Do you know that there are people who can read for hours? Nothing happens, nothing changes, and it stays totally comfortable no matter how long they read. They're not just luckier than others. They don't have Erlen syndrome, and they don't need color. 
So another point is this problem is inherited. If you have any of the problems that we've been talking about, it's not your fault, but you can blame either or both of your parents. But you also need to then think about the fact that you have maybe passed this on to your children. So again, if you relate to any of the symptoms I've talked about, go back and check your children, talk to them, ask them questions. Children rarely report headaches or other physical symptoms. They just don't know how a page is supposed to look or supposed to feel. Now, we have many self-tests on the website, erlenirlen.com. We have self-tests for headaches, reading problems, if you have autism, and light sensitivity. So take a look at the self-tests and have your children look at the self-tests. Be aware that if you're light sensitive and wearing sunglasses, there may be a whole array of other areas in your life where you're experiencing the same level of discomfort and you're actually paying a price and affecting your immune system. All of those areas of problems can be helped again by wearing color, but not just any color. It has to be the right color prescribed for your brain. And as everyone's brain is different, everyone needs their own unique and different color. I have a few minutes, and or I can go on if anyone has any questions at this time. Um, I think that at the beginning we talked about, I have two books out now, one called Reading by the Colors, and the the other one is The Erlen Revolution, A Guide to Changing Your Perception and Your Life. Um, and I also welcome you to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. There's some wonderful YouTube videos of people talking about this problem, um, adolescents explaining it and how they've been helped, um, how it affected not just their reading, but how it's affected their driving. And if you feel that you have any questions that you want to talk to me about privately, feel free to send me an email via my website, and I'd be happy to talk to you with, about those questions. So, two issues. One is this whole issue of light sensitivity. Um, People think, oh, yeah, it's okay to wear sunglasses without being aware of how much lighting in general, any type of lighting, even dim lighting, is slowly affecting their immune system and how they may not be aware because it's slowly building um, that it's creating the physical symptoms that they're experiencing because it's not a one-one correlation. I know I had a child come in and say, well, yeah, I always have headaches. And I said, really, why do you have headaches? And she said, well, because it's my mother braids my hair too tight. And then I looked at her and I said, "Uh, yeah, but you're 15 and you don't wear braids anymore. So we hold on to these one-on-one associations where people who say to me, yeah, I don't feel well, but I have sinus problems, so I'm sure that's what's causing it. You may be making the wrong association because we don't think about lighting. We're under it all of the time. Um, So I want you to be more aware of how, if you're light sensitive, this may be affecting your ability to function, okay? Think about the fact that your children can't control their lighting when they're in school. They have to be reading under fluorescent lighting. For those who have these problems, Putting black print on a white page was horrible because it created the most stress. 
The only thing worse than that is making it four times worse by adding fluorescent lighting. And then we went from blackboards to green boards to whiteboards, and now we have interactive boards and PowerPoints, all of which are stressful. So the child who has this difficulty has difficulty is going to have problems gaining information from the printed page, gaining information when they try to get it from the board, being able to sit in class and pay attention because they're going to start daydreaming because of the fluorescent lighting. And yet what happens is we blame them for not trying hard enough and they have to pay attention and they're just not working hard enough where they blame themselves. And that's not fair. And I want to get in there and stop the problems and pick it up when they're young. I see too many adults, as too many individuals who suffer and struggle their whole lives and they don't get to see me until they're adults. And they're coming to me consistently time and time again is, why didn't anyone ask me these questions as a child? Why did I have to suffer so long? And then they burst into tears and they cry. First of all, because it's such a relief to finally realize that there is something real that's there. Two, that it's not their fault, that they have been trying as hard as they can. The concept is that when you have this kind of problem, the longer you do it, the worse it gets. And so it's like pedaling harder and trying harder, but going backwards. So think about that. Now, as much as I mentioned that this problem can be inherited, in addition, you can acquire the problem from head injuries, concussions, um, even TBIs, and they don't have to be identified. Somebody once said the only safe sport is ping pong because we worry about how many of the people we see have had head injuries and concussions, and it's triggered now the brain's inability to process black on white, fluorescent lighting, and they're dealing with these physical symptoms from the time they get up until they go to bed at night. Um, if they're adults and they've had the head injuries, they know how a printed page is supposed to look. And they look at it now and they go, you know what? This is not the way it's, it was my whole life before I had a concussion or a head injury. I know it's not supposed to be like this. This is too much work. I don't want to do it. For children who have inherited the problem, they don't know how it's supposed to be. They don't realize that it's not their fault, that they could never have told the page to behave itself that they could never have said to the page, you're not supposed to be moving around. They don't know that. They think this is the way it's supposed to be. They look at their neighbor's page. It looks exactly the same. They just think there's a problem with them because everybody else can do it, and they can't. And that's not fair. We need to get in there and identify these children when they're young to pick it up and to give them a chance of being able to perform just like everybody else. We need to give them a chance to have a self-concept that says, I'm great, I'm wonderful, and not blame themselves when it's not their fault. So I hope you've learned something new that you can carry with you, that you can ask questions differently, and that you can look at the world in a different light as a result of hearing me talk about my color method 
and the fact that uh, we have a lot of things in our environment that are creating problems for some individuals. Color is all around us. It has a profound effect on how we think, feel, and act. A yellow sunshine, blue skies, green grass, red roses. Take away color, and our world would look like this. Color Cares is a 501c3 charity that uses the power of color to positively change lives. Visit our website today to learn more at www.colorcares.org and help us spread happiness in full color. (laughs) 